And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. Continuing our discussion on Imam Mahdi, Ajallahu Ta'ala, Farajahu Sharif, the next subsection in Mizan al Hikmah talks about something we can all identify with, and that is the difficulty of adhering to the religion during the occultation of the Imam. While you have the divine proof of Allah in front of you, adhering to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that is much easier for the faithful as the divine proof and the divine guide is somebody who facilitates the believers reaching their perfection and reaching the perfection in their faith. However, while the divine guide is hidden from the believers on the material plane, it is only natural that the world tries to fill that void. And so one of the consequences of the Imam being in occultation is that it is harder to adhere to the religion of Islam. But those who are able to adhere to the deen in his occultation have a certain strength and are able to cultivate strong iman, strong faith. In a tradition by the Holy Prophet wasallam, he is reported to have said, by him who has sent me down as the bearer of good news. Certainly those who are steadfast in their belief in him during the occultation are dearer than red sulfur. So as we can see, this hadith is specifically talking about faith in the Imam during the time of his ghaibah are very praiseworthy because believing in the unseen, believing in something that's not right in front of your eyes is something that is no doubt difficult. Unless of course somebody has the intellectual certainty and the spiritual certainty. In the next tradition, Imam Sadiq is reported to have said to Ibn Sinan, Certainly the rightful owner of this rule will have an occultation, such that the one who adheres to his religion during it will be like one who clutches on to a thorn bush with his hands. Then he observed silence for a while and then said, The rightful owner of this rule will have an occultation, so let the servant be God-weary and adhere to his religion. So here the Imam explains the difficulty of holding on to the religion during the time of the occultation and likens it to somebody holding a thorn bush in his hands, which of course your natural reaction when you hold on to a thorn bush is to let go immediately. But holding on to that thorn bush entails some kind of difficulty. The next subsection talks about a supplication during the occultation of the Imam. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said to Ibn Sinan, you will be afflicted with an obscure matter that will leave you with no sign to indicate to the solution, nor a leader to guide the way. None shall be saved from it except one who recites the supplication of the drowning person. The narrator says, I asked the Imam, what is the supplication of the drowning person? The Imam replied, you say, O Allah, O the Beneficent, O the Merciful, O he who causes the hearts to fluctuate, affirm my heart upon your religion, which in Arabic is, Ya Allahu, Ya Rahmanu, Ya Rahim, Ya Muqallib al-Qulub, Thabbit Qalbi ala Deenik. So I said, O he who causes the hearts and sights to fluctuate, affirm my heart upon your religion. So he said, Allah mighty and exalted is indeed the one who causes the hearts and sights to fluctuate. But you must say exactly as I say, O he who causes the hearts to fluctuate, affirm my heart upon your religion. So as we can see in this tradition, there is a specific dua which speaks about maintaining a person's faith during the time of the occultation of the Imam, which is Ya Allahu Ya Rahmanu Ya Rahim Ya Muqallib Al-Qulub Thabbit Qalbi Ala Deenik. 
And it is a specific formula because when Muhammad ibn Sinan repeats the dua, he added something of his own understanding, which is correct about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the Imam tells him that for this specific dua, he should not add or subtract anything. It is a specific dua and a specific formula which is general for the believers to recite. And this is something very important in the science of dua and dhikr, and especially concerning the duas and the dhikrs that have come from Ahlul Bayt. There are specific formulas that have specific results. So this is a very important dua to have by our science during the occultation. The next subsection talks about actively anticipating relief, meaning actively anticipating the emergence of the imam from his occultation. The Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, The best of the deeds of my community is anticipating relief from Allah, mighty the exalted. And in another tradition from Imam Zain al-Abideen he's reported to have said, Anticipating relief is itself the greatest relief. And this is a very, very interesting tradition. Because for example, say you hadn't seen your relatives for a long period of time and you were waiting for them to come and visit you. And I said to you that you're waiting for them to come and visit you is itself one of the greatest reliefs. This statement would be quite confusing because you would have thought that it is only with the arrival of your relatives that that feeling of separation from them will have gone. But if you examine it carefully, the fact that you are waiting for them and the fact that you know that they are coming is in itself a relief because if you didn't know where they were, if you didn't know how they were, your first step is to try and find them in the first place. So belief in the Imam in the time of the Ghaybah and actively waiting for him to emerge is a kind of relief in itself because you are certain that there is an Imam and you are certain that there is a divine guide and that divine guide even though he is in occultation that doesn't mean that he's not doing anything. Whereas if you didn't know the Imam of your time then you would have a serious issue because we have a hadith narrated by all Muslimin that a person who dies without knowing the Imam of their time dies as if they were not born in Islam. So having belief and faith in the occultation of the Imam is a kind of relief within itself. And there are more meanings to this hadith as somebody who actively waits for their Imam has a connection with their Imam. So it is not like they are completely separated from him at all. In the next tradition, Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, One who dies anticipating this rule is the one who will be with the Qa'im in his tent. Not only that, but he possesses the rank of one who fought with the sword in the presence of the Prophet So you can see here that waiting for the emergence of the 12th Imam is a kind of struggle. And that struggle here in this hadith has been equated to actually fighting by the side of the Holy Prophet ﷺ as the companions did at his time. If somebody truly anticipates the rule of the Mahdi, then it is as though he is already with him, both in terms of reward, but also there is a station where the occultation is not something that separates a person from his Imam. And this of course is a very high station which requires a high level of purity and effort. Imam al-Kadhim is reported to have said, Anticipating relief is part of relief itself. So this is a very similar tradition to the other one narrated from Imam Zain al-Abidin The next subsection talks about the reappearance of the Imam after people's despair. So most people will not be able to keep that level of faith in the Imam himself due to his occultation. In a hadith, Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, Certainly this rule will not come to you but after having despaired. Know by Allah, in order that you may be differentiated from one another. 
so that is that for the test of the occultation and the test of faith in this time to fully come to fruition it has to come to a stage where people have despaired of his existence and despaired of his return because it is only then that those people that really do believe based on their intellect their understanding and their heart following that intellect will be distinguished in another hadith imam rida is reported to have said certainly relief will come after despair so what we're understanding from these hadith that we're reading through at the moment is that it is very important to reach a level of certainty in the existence of the imam as well as understanding very well the reason for his occultation and understanding that his occultation is a test and of course we already saw the dua that the mu'minin have been equipped with the next subsection talks about those who foretell a specific time for the reappearance of the imam and that they are lying when Fudayl asked, is there a specific time for the reappearance? Imam al-Baqar said, those who foretell a specific time are lying. Those who foretell a specific time are lying. Those who foretell a specific time are lying. So the Imam salam repeats the fact that those who foretell a specific time are not telling the truth three times in order to stress that point. The next subsection talks about the reason for his occultation. In a hadith, Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, The Prophet said, Verily, occultation will be necessary for the child, meaning here the Mahdi, at which he was asked, Why is that, O Messenger of Allah? He replied, He will fear for his life. So one of the reasons for the occultation is the fear that the Imam has for his own life, because as the saviour of mankind, he has many enemies. When asked about the reason for the occultation, Imam al-Sadiq replied, for a reason that we are not allowed to reveal to you. I asked, what is the wisdom behind his occultation? He said, the wisdom behind his occultation is the same wisdom behind the occultation of Allah's proofs before him. Certainly, the wisdom behind it will not be disclosed until after his reappearance. Verily, this command is among the commands of Almighty Allah, a secret from among the secrets of Allah, a thing of the unseen from among the unseen things of Allah. When we acknowledge that He is all-wise, we also acknowledge that all His actions are wise, even though the reason behind them may be undisclosed. So here the Imam salam explains that the real reasons and the real wisdoms or the deep reasons and the deep wisdoms as to why the Imam is in occultation is something that is not known and is something that is not necessary to be known. What is necessary is that somebody understands that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all wise and therefore all of his actions too are wise and one of those actions is that the Imam is in occultation. And this is a very important argument to understand because it returns back to the faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and returns back to faith in his wisdom. Here, as we can see, the Imam gives a specific answer to the questioner. And that is because at times different believers require different answers to the questions. And sometimes there is no specific reason that can satisfy someone. And so they need to be taken back to the basis of everything, which is the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, Al-Qa'im will never reappear until Allah's deposits rise up. When they rise up, he will win over those who revolt from among the enemies of Allah. He will then kill them. Here the translator of this hadith has said that the deposits of Allah means the believers born of unbelievers. Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, This rule will not take place until every single type of people will have ruled over people, such that no one will be able to say, Indeed, were we to rule, we would be just. And then Al-Qa'im will stand with the truth and justice.
That is that humanity needs to be given a chance to have a go at rulership. And they need to understand themselves that among the pool of humanity, there are no leaders that would rise up that would be just. And that is something very clear if anyone is to observe the history of the world and especially the history of the modern world. But so that people don't think that they're able to rule, they must first have a go at ruling to understand the value of a just leader. In the final hadith for this subsection, Imam al-Kadhim is reported to have said, If there were among you people as many as the numbers at Badr, our Qa'im would rise. So another factor in the wisdom behind the occultation is that the Imam needs those 313 followers to establish his rule on earth, and before those followers are ready, the Imam is not able to emerge. Inshallah, in the next episode we will continue this section on Imam al-Mahdi. وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين